in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good one? There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the What kind of show is this? My son listens to this show. With DJ Envy, the captain of this bitch. With Angela Yee, the only one who can keep these guys in check. Charlemagne the God. I'm a lovable asshole. And this is the Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Wednesday hump day. Good morning to you. Hope you got your money for your rent and your mortgage and your, you know, light bill and your gas bill and mm-hmm. everything else. Home bill. It's that time. That's right. It's that time. Well, good morning, everybody. It's mm-hmm. Wednesday. Hey. Shout to all my Virgos out there. It's Virgo season. September 1st is the month. My birthday is what, in two days? September 3rd. September 3rd. Your, your born day. Uh, my brother Wax is born day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paige. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else in my life? Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> August I mean, I Alcina. Read, I read a lot of Malcolm August Gladwell. Alcina. Yeah. Uh, my homegirl Shelby. Low key. Low key, yeah. A lot of people September A lot 3rd. of nine threes. Mm-hmm. Nine threes, nine threes. Yes. How y'all feeling this morning? I'm feeling good, man. I ain't gonna lie. I got my, my, my family's back home. They were stuck in Mexico for like three, four days because That's of the beautiful. storm. But they back home safely, so I'm happy and excited about that. That's were beautiful. you scared in the house alone? No, he's not alone. He's scared in the house with little Logan. <laughs> all right? The man of the house, okay? <laughs> he's scared little Logan gonna try him. Yeah, Logan. It was me and Logan. Logan didn't go because, uh, you know, he had games. He had his first uh, varsity football game. Logan's probably like, man, why I gotta be here with my dad? I did lock the door, though, just in case I locked the I door. I know you're scared of Logan. You ain't got to tell me. you scared. you like, man, when, is this the day I'm going to have to show my son I still got it and then realize I don't have it no right? more? He's a, he's a good kid, man. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. I definitely keep the baseball bat on the side you of the got bed that. just in case. Right in the shin. Bow. Right, right in the shin. <laughs> right in the shin. He might eat that because he played football. No, nah, not that shin shot. See, that's them, that's them tricks them youngins don't know. The shin shot? That shin shot, will, that shin shot will take him down. All right. Shin shot will bring water to his eyes. Then you can put him in a headlock. And <laughs> Just hold him. That's in. all. Oh, got about and talk 30 to seconds. him. Yeah, talk I brought you into this world, and I'll take you out. <laughs> okay? All right? My goodness. All right. Who we got joining us this morning? I don't Why know. Everybody looking at we me? got somebody here this morning? Yes, we do. Speedy. Oh, man. My guy, Speedy, man. From Salute the hype. To, that's right. And complex. That's right. My man, Speedy. Uh, Speedy is a great... Young uh, media personality out here in these streets, man. Um, I, I, I like Speedy a lot. He's on the HBO Max show. What's it called? The Hype. The Hype. Mm-hmm. With Offset. But I'm sure you've seen his interviews on Complex with Barack, Barack Obama, Obama and uh, numerous other people. Mm-hmm. So Kobe Speedy. Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, God bless the dead. He did interview Kobe. Mm-hmm. So Speedy will be here this morning. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Uh, well, let's talk about these, this uh, COVID vaccine. It says that a lot more people are getting vaccinated after full FDA approval. And then we'll also tell you what is on the list of places where they're saying that it's a very high COVID travel risk because it is a holiday coming up. So I know people are planning to go places. So I'll tell you where you should stay away from. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm crossing the line today. Ah, hey, Charlamagne. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Now in sports, quickly, uh, New England Patriots release Cam Newton. Uh, Mac Jones is going to be the starter. Is it true that they released him? I saw this on the internet, so take this with a grain of salt. What's that? Is it true they released him because he wouldn't get the COVID yet? Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not sure. Probably that's the internet. Room. I thought he had. A, I thought he had a good couple of games the last couple of games. I'm not sure. That man might be fully vaccinated for all I know. I'm reading the damn internet. <laughs> now, also, uh, Ben Simmons, he's telling 76ers he wants out of Philly. The audacity of that man. Why? <laughs> the Why unmitigated golf for him to ask for a release. What? He okay? wants out. As much as they was begging, they, they was they was trying to push you out of Philadelphia, and it seemed like the Sixers organization wasn't willing to do that, and now you're going to ask for a release? Man, you better get off social media and, and get in the gym and practice your jump shot and be back That's in Philly next year. I feel bad for him, though, because whatever team he goes to, they just going to be talking about him, the fact that he can't shoot a jump shot. I think he's listening to social media and listening to the media in general. Yeah, unless, he, unless he knows something we don't know, but it seems like the Sixers have been standing by him for the most part. Yes, and if they are, you know, stay. That's your team. They're riding with you. Yep. Well, all right. What else we got, you? All right. So a lot of Americans were persuaded to get their first shot of the vaccine after the FDA fully approved the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine, according to new data. They said uh, from the last seven days, there's been an uptick in the average number of Americans getting their first dose of the vaccine. They said there was a 17% increase in the number of Americans getting vaccinated with their first dose. Well, I mean, that common sense would have told you that was going to happen. Well, yeah, they expected it. They said, yeah. as expected, full approval was enough to convince at least some to finally get immunized. And, so. when, and when Moderna finally gets uh, FDA approved, it's going to go up even more because they say Moderna is a better, uh, it gives you better protection against the Delta variant. Right. All right, now the wait, CDC. Wait, wait, one question, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Shout to the God, uh, Lil Duval. Lil Duval posted that the <laughs> FDA approved cigarettes. Is that true? Cigarettes? That is not true. Okay. They, right. You know what's so funny? I actually read. I was. I was. I was reading a real. Art, what was this article from? I was reading <laughs> I an article with a, no, 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 no. I was reading an article in a legit news source the other day, and they quoted Lil Duval <laughs> about that. <laughs> I oh, I got to find it. What was that article I was reading? I'll find it. Well, the CDC has also added seven destinations to very high COVID-19 travel risk list. And so among those places are Puerto Rico and Switzerland. St. Lucia's on that list. Also Guam. So the list of travel notices ranges from level one to level four, which is very high. Just FYI, if you guys are planning to go anywhere. All right, now let's talk about this Texas six-week abortion ban that has taken place overnight. This law is one of the nation's most restrictive. It bans nearly all abortions because by six weeks, a lot of people don't even know they're pregnant. So that's going to affect about 85% to 90% of people who obtain abortions in that state. Most of them are at least uh, six weeks into their pregnancy. Unlike other abortion restrictions, this law also authorizes private citizens to bring civil suits against abortion providers and anybody who facilitates an abortion in violation of the ban. So if your friend is driving you to go get an abortion, they can uh, be charged. They can be charged. This has to be unconstitutional on a local and federal level, right? There's no way this can be right. I mean... It doesn't seem right at all. It's a very <laughs> it controversial right Texas law. You think? Yeah. Six weeks? Uh, it's ridiculous. And so ACLU has tweeted about it. They said, breaking, the Supreme Court has not responded to our emergency request to block Texas's radical new six-week abortion ban. The law now takes effect. Um, access to almost all abortion has just been cut off for millions of people. The impact will be immediate and devastating. And they said the result is many Texans will be forced to carry pregnancies against their will. Private individuals, including anti-abortion activists, with no connection to patients, can now sue anyone 
who they believe is providing abortion or assisting someone in, in accessing abortion after six weeks. This could include healthcare workers, clergy, rideshare drivers. The law doesn't just allow these lawsuits, it actively encourages private individuals to act as bounty hunters by awarding them at least $10,000 if they are successful. They said this is a racial and economic justice catastrophe. And it's a full-scale assault on patients, our health care providers, and our support systems. This abortion ban is blatantly unconstitutional. We won't stop fighting until it's blocked. And if you're pregnant, they said there is a network of abortion funds and support networks that will do everything in their power to help you get the info and care you need. You can go to needabortion.org to find out more. Man, protect yourself in Texas. Con- you got to wear condoms. You know, Make sure you're on your birth control. Plan B, no sex with no randoms. You can't shoot no clubs up in clubs up in Texas. I mean, people who have money and access will be able to just leave the yeah, state. Yeah, leave the state and go somewhere else. People but if like you to don't have, no money, have yeah. the means to be able to do that, then you'll be forced to carry out your pregnancy. But people who are privileged will say, "All right, well, let me just go to another state and do it." You got to have a better pullout game than Biden had in Afghanistan and Texas. Lord have mercy. All that right. is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? <laughs> Yo, this is Alfred from Texas. Alfred from Texas. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, last week we all started school back up. And uh, we're back on campus, full 100% capacity. Last year it was sucky because we're online, 50%, you know, in classrooms. But now that we're all back, I just want to give positive energy to everybody who's back on campus, back in school. Hope everyone has a safe and good school year. And, and to your son, Logan, man, he's going to be balling this year. Yeah, no, he, ball, he balling now, man. I'm proud of him, man. I'm really, really proud of him. Yeah, but shout out to all the college students. I had to do a bunch of uh, college events. I went to Clark University, uh, Queens College, and... I'm glad to see students back on campus because I know it was tough. That a lot of students were freshmen last year, and imagine spending your freshman year online, not meeting people, and not going out, and all that other stuff. So I'm glad they they getting back to classes. Oh yeah, and even the, you know the, the the seniors in high school they didn't enjoy that either. So. You're right, right. Yeah. Hey, um, what's the what's the vaccination rules on your campus? Y'all all vaccinated? Uh, you can be. They, I guess you know they recommend it, but. It's all up to, up to you. It's not mandatory. You. Not, you gotta wear, yeah, it's not mandatory. You gotta wear your mask if you're not. But, you know, I'm fully vaccinated, but I'm still wearing that. Got you. All right, well, have a good one. Yes, sir. Hello, who's this? What up, mine? It's Tony. Hey, what's up, Tony? Peace. You, know chest, Tony? you high as hell. You high as hell this morning. Oh, crap, I'm high as hell. I know. <laughs> what's happening, hey. though? Charlamagne the girl. Yes, ma'am. Uh, should I say sir? You got a fat nose. <laughs> you have. Thank what? you. Hey, DJ Henry. Yes. Oh, God, you like an albino chicken nugget. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, real though. To all the fine shorties, add me on Facebook. Sigmo Sony and NH Sony. You ain't trying to holler at Yee right now? You said what could? You ain't trying to holler at Yee? Are you with him? T- Ah, uh, you fine as hell, but she don't like girls, though. Oh. There you go. Well, thank you. I ain't got to talk to you. You ain't talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even wasting her time. All right. She ain't even wasting your time. All right, thank you. Hi, Tony. <laughs> Hey, free young boy, too. Okay. I don't know if he. I don't know anything about this situation to say if that's 
can be confirmed and denied. I love having a big nose. I'm black. Free young boy. I'm with you. Have a good one. Yeah, free young boy. Yeah, okay. You know young boy? Nah. Oh, okay. You just like it. You just like his music. Yeah, I'm from down south. Free all the rappers from down south, man. All well, of them? Well, salute Every the young boy. Every single one? You send a young boy healing energy. Unless they did from the kids. You did from the kids, they in jail. Everybody okay. else free. All right. Well, salute the young boy. We send a young boy healing energy. Yeah, yeah, healing energy. And heal me, too. Yeah, I'm sending you healing energy, too, Tony. Not on the gang, though. Just to you. I'm on that dad, Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin, everybody. Yes, 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 ma'am. Sir, man, have a good one. Ugly ass boy. Ugly ass boy. Ugly ass boy. Ugly ass boy. Get it off your chest. 800 If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Tisha, good morning. Hey, it's Tisha from Texas. It's my birthday today. Uh, uh, happy birthday. birthday. It's a bad one birthday. One time for the birthday. It's a bad one birthday. Happy birthday. That's right. And I love you all so much. Angela, congratulations on your D-Day. Your Thank ABC, you. Um, interview deal. Thank your you. Your mental health. DJ Envy, all of your um, car stuff. You guys are a, a force. You know, it's like I love y'all. It's your birthday. I feel like we should be saying some. Let's talk about some positive things you have going on. Oh, I'm um, cute. I'm smart, and I'm happy. All right. Things make everything go good. Especially the happy part. The happy part. Celebrate you. The happy part is the most important. Y'all shout me out on Instagram. Ld one e l b e e e y the number one. That's me. It's my birthday. I'm so happy today, and I hope you guys. Everybody have a great day today for me. All right. I just want y'all to realize how much the world has changed. She called up here to tell us to shout her out on Instagram. Just keep that. <laughs> she called the radio station <laughs> to, to, to tell, tell us to shout her, her out on Instagram. Because yeah, yeah. our friends might not be up right now. The world has changed, people. Hello, who's this? Kiara. Hey, mama, get it off your chest. Okay, so my birthday is tomorrow, and okay. I'm oh, these birthday people. Um, thank you. Um, I'll be 28, and I'm just telling everybody that I know this year I don't want anything but support. My biggest issue right now is I'm gonna have to cut off majority everybody I know. I've already cut off all my family. I have a nonprofit for mental health and suicide called Stay. I for the last four years I've been trying to push Stay. Um, before we got to this point, like people don't understand how important mental health is. Every decision that we make every day, shootings, killings, murders, everything has to do with mental health. Arguments, anger. So it's just at the end of the day, like I don't understand why nobody don't support me. I'm not asking for nothing. Me, I've been homeless with my six year old for the last three months. I have not asked nothing but support. Hey guys, can we push this out? Hey, there's people out here like hurting and really need this. So I'm really just upset with my people right now. And just like at the end of the day, I don't need a birthday from nothing or no way. I just need the support. I just need people to understand that mental health. But how can people support now for you? You can follow my page. Um, I have an Instagram page called Stay Official page on Instagram. Um, if you could just support and share, I do um, daily videos of like just my life, like so that everybody can understand like the things that I get through, it's going through, it's real. I understand, and I want to be here, and I want to help. I have a goal and a business plan. 
to build a facility. I'm going to keep investing in it until I get it. But for now, you know, if people could just support and, you know, is one share is not going to kill you. It's free. Well, check check this out, Queen. Um, go to my go to go to mentalwealthalliance.org. That's 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 my nonprofit. And you know, uh, I'm, uh, we 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 do things for organizations like yours. So uh, go to go to mentalwealthalliance.org and go to the email on there, collab at mentalwealthalliance.org, and I'm 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 gonna do something for your organization for your born day. There you go. Okay, thank you. Bye. Yes. All right. Go to mentalwealthalliance.org and, and just email that collab at mentalwealthalliance.org. Thank you, Mama, for calling, and happy birthday. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes. And Tank, how did he end up having to come back up because of Trick Daddy and his Eat a Booty Game We know how. Well, now he has an amazing song about it. Tank out here, man. Drop on the clues bombs for Tank and Trick Daddy, man. <laughs> out here living their best lives, okay? <laughs> Let them eat. Let them eat. Let, Let them, girl, Let them eat. eat. Let them eat cake. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let them eat cakes. Rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Bronx. Sending healing energy to all this morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's we get, here. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk tank. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Tank's name has been brought back up into the conversation as Trick Daddy was trending. Now, Trick Daddy was trending because of his appearance on Drink Champs where, again, he talked about being part of the Eat a Booty Gang. So it's the Eat a Booty Game. I'm building a franchise up now. I, I, now I'm getting the women to support the Eat a Booty Game. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, talk. Wait, wait, who is it? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. wait. When you say women to support the Eat Booty Game, you're yeah. saying women is eating the booty? Yeah, women oh, eat the on. booty drink. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. I don't know whether to make noise for that or not. Yeah, I get yeah, Wait, wait, what? I get out. Listen, man. Check this out. All right, Rick, you don't have your legs in the air, though. It depends. <laughs> Well, then Tank responded, and I guess people were bringing his name up. He said, I was just minding my business, and then I'm getting dragged into Trick Daddy's business. FYI, that man ain't wrong for enjoying pleasures from his woman. My new single featuring Trick Daddy dollars, Let That Woman Eat, coming soon. I love it. Here's the song. Let that woman eat. Mm. If she wants to go down, go down. Mm. Let her do it. Let that woman eat. Mm. But no utensils, no, no penetration. Let that woman eat. Okay. Eat. Let that woman, yeah. Let that woman eat. That's a classic. Drop on the cool monster tank. really good. Now, the Sound reason like why Sound like a hit with got, an ass in front to me. got brought up in this whole conversation is because when he was on The Breakfast Club, he actually put his legs in the air and said this. Cause I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind putting my legs up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's okay. So you, you know don't mind. You don't mind tongue action. Is what yeah, I don't. Say. I don't mind. Okay. I don't mind getting your ass eaten. Yeah, not at all. Man, you my me? Come on, man. Come on, man. Get a brother's eating and keep it one hundred. We got a seat. We ain't got a seat. And it was tickling at first. You know, by about like ten minutes later, you know, get it. Do you request it? Get it. Get in there. 
Put your legs in the air and wave your ass like you just don't care. As my girls Mandy B and Weezy say, stop kink shaming, man. Let people diet how they want to diet in the bedroom, okay? Just make it clean. That's all. Hey, man, if men want to get eight out, let them get eight out. It's called equality. Tank, I I think it's only right. I don't know if you can say that. Tank, I think it's only right. No, 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 no. Leave it alone, Red. I'll take the L. (laughs) 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 All right, now, Mike Richards is out as executive producer of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune after a few weeks of all kinds of turbulence. And this is all because of some comments they found out that Mike Richards said. Uh, about in, it was insensitive, sexist comments he made toward his female co-host and guests on the Random Show. It's a podcast that he hosted in 2013 and 2014. He also had made some off-color remarks about Haitians and Jewish people as well. He was supposed to be the host on Jeopardy, and he got uh, ousted as host after one day of production. Mm-mm-mm. And now he's ousted as EP of Jeopardy and Will of Fortune as oh, well. Oh, he left. It. I thought he was going to be just EP. Nope, it's done for that too now. Damn it, really? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. They said she said that the uh, the EVP of business and strategy, Suzanne uh, Pratt, said that she hoped that him exiting as host would have minimized the disruption and internal difficulties they had experienced over the last few weeks. But she said clearly that has not happened. They should they shouldn't have announced that he was going to uh, stay on his EP. They should have just said that he was stepping down as host and that he could have just quietly went back behind the scenes. I know so, he regret jumping in front of that camera. That's what I'm saying. No, don't jump in front of that camera. You bro. want attention? Here you go. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay. Grand opening. Man. Super grand if closing. You, I'm telling you, if you're already behind the scenes and that's how you've been making your living, stay there. Right. If you he, had wanted, a, he wanted a shot, though. Well, we got Everybody one. Everybody want attention. Yep. You got Not only you did he get for. a shot, he got a whole firing squad. Man, Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. That's got to suck, too, though, because people don't even know him. They do now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and now, now they just know him because of some of his worst moments. Uh, on a podcast seven, that's, that's seven horrible. years ago yep that's horrible that's horrible alright well send him some healing energy I'm send definitely him sending him healing energy <laughs> lord have you mercy tell, hey, but you, you have no energy anyway. that. because I don't have time to hate people no more I'm at the point in my life where I don't hate nobody you're I like either, a care bear I, I, listen I either love you <laughs> I wish you well or I hope you heal that's it that's my three drop um, a bomb for Charlamagne that's it <laughs> I either love you wish you well or hope you heal and it's a lot of hurt people out here man people need healing energy bro because the way the world going right now, this is just not sustainable. It's just not. Okay. Change. You evolved. That's one more bomb, man. Man, shut up. I ain't there yet. I know you know. <laughs> Send me some healing energy. I'm definitely sending you healing energy. And we sending out clown energy. <laughs> Clowns Jesus need healing, Christ. too. They do. Clowns definitely need healing. Okay, guys. You the one that started up. I'm ready to open the door. What? What That's me. That's what you do. You'll open the door just a little bit, and then when you butt rush in, she be like, "Who opened the door? Who opened the door? Let's go, guys. <laughs> you open the door. I'm just trying to say, Charlemagne of all. All right, we got front page news next. We'll be talking about. Well, let's talk about Biden, and he's still defending his Afghanistan withdrawal, and he's recommitting to evacuate the remaining Americans. We'll tell you what he's had to say. All right, we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Yo, what up, y'all? It's DJ MV. Now, you like attention? Because you'll be getting all the looks with the new Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3 5G or Z Flip 3 5G. One literally unfolds into a tablet and the other fits into your palm. Shop now at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Now, the Patriots release Cam Newton. They're saying uh, Mac Jones is going to get the start. And also, Ben Simmons tells the 76ers he wants out of Philly. I'm di- I'm very disappointed in that one. The reason I'm very disappointed in that one is because it seems like the Sixers were sticking by Ben Simmons. You know, even when it seems like social media and everybody else was saying he needed to go. Mm-hmm. So for him to request to be out, that's like, I, I don't understand that. Like, ride with who's riding with you. Unless he knows something that we don't know. Which is the organization might be trying to push him out, but I don't know. All right. All right. Now let's talk about Joe Biden. He spoke to the nation yesterday and he was defending his self imposed deadline to withdraw the U.S. military from Afghanistan. So, among the things that he did was he said that he does take responsibility. I take responsibility for the decision. Now, some say we should have started mass evacuation sooner. And couldn't this have been done in a more orderly manner? The bottom line is. There is no evacuation from the end of a war that you can run without the kinds of complexities, challenges, and threats we faced. There are those who would say we should have stayed indefinitely. My predecessor had made a deal with the Taliban. We faced one of two choices, follow the agreement of the previous administration or extend to have more time for people to get out. I mean, he's the president. He has no choice but to take responsibility. But I respect the fact he's holding himself accountable because, you know, you can't just get credit when things are going good. You got to take credit for the bad, too, right? When you're the leader. All right. Now, Joe Biden also went on to double down on that and why it was time to end this war. We succeeded in what we set out to do in Afghanistan over a decade ago. Then we stayed for another decade. It was time to end this war. This is a new world. The terror threat has metastasized across the world, well beyond Afghanistan. The fundamental obligation of a president, in my opinion, is to defend and protect America, not against threats of 2001, but against the threats of 2021 and tomorrow. I wonder why they stayed for an extra 10 years. Like, if they got the job done, like, why did they stay for another Some decade? people feel like there should be troops there indefinitely, like permanently. Mm. All right, now Joe Biden also talked about some of the world threats of today. We face threats from El-Shabaab in Somalia, Al-Qaeda affiliates in Syria and the Arabian Peninsula, and ISIS attempting to create a caliphate in Syria and Iraq and establishing affiliates across Africa and Asia. Mm -hmm. All right, in addition, he talked about how much it costs to have this war in Afghanistan. After more than $2 trillion spent in Afghanistan, costs that researchers at Brown University estimated would be over $300 million a day for 20 years in Afghanistan, for two decades. What have we lost as a consequence in terms of opportunities? I refuse to continue the war that was no longer in the service of the vital national interest of our people. Now, he also went on social media and said, let me be clear, we will continue to support the Afghan people through diplomacy, international influence, and humanitarian aid. We will continue to speak out for basic rights of the Afghan people, especially women and girls, as we do around the world. The fundamental obligation of a president is to defend America, not against the threats of 2001, but against the threats of 2021 and tomorrow. I do not believe the safety and security of America is enhanced by continuing to deploy thousands of American troops in Afghanistan. All I know is in 10 days, it's the 20th year anniversary of 9-11. I hope America looking alive. Okay, mm-hmm. turn, turn, make sure the alarm's on. That's see, all I'm saying. Don't see leave, something, say something. That's right. Don't leave the doors unlocked. All right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. all right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Shout to Lil Logie, too, man. Lil Logie's on his way to practice this morning. Shout to Lil Logie. Football love, practice. That's right, Logie. You keep getting big and buffs so you can keep Wait. slamming your daddy on his back. You definitely right? got to slam You the man of the house, Logan. 
Definitely. Okay, just make sure when you slam them for the first time, you record it so the streets know what time it is. <laughs> Shut up, <man. laughs> Right? So the streets know who really run the KC crew. All right. Well, I mean, it's going to always be gear, but you can be second in command. <laughs> you can be second All right? in command. <laughs> okay. I hate you. All right. Well, coming up next, Speedy Mormon will be joining us. You know my him guy, from Complex. Speedy. And we're going to be kicking it with him. He's from Queens, New York, to my hometown. You so, should have been here for Speedy, man. I was out the country. You was out the country. Speedy's mm-hmm. a good dude. I, he's a young media personality in this game. Um, that I just, I just, I just like his work. I like how he's moving out here, and he's on that new HBO Max show, uh, The Hype. Right. 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 So we're gonna kick it with Speedy when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Speedy Mormon, you know him from Complex. What up, Speedy? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. No, I'm proud of you, King. I, I, you know, you one of those people I watch from afar, and I'm like, that young man got his own lane. He's not attempting to be in the mix. He's not doing what everybody else is doing. He's just doing his work, and it's clearly paying off for you, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, all we could do is try our best, and I, you know, for so many years I've watched y'all, and so mm-hmm. like, even to be up here with y'all, it's like crazy to me. Like this is, it's just crazy. I'm just so honored. And we play uh, some of your clips up here too. And I know. Out. I still remember the first time, <laughs> like hearing my name said by you, or like seeing you guys discuss one of my clips, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, and like even hearing y'all say that, it just means the world to me. So thank y'all. How did you end up at Complex? Uh, yeah. So my journey is interesting. Y'all got time? We're gonna yeah, be here for a it. long let's time. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I, I very, very rarely like f- tell the full story of like how I, I got here, but what better place than, than here? So, um. I went to Syracuse University and studied broadcasting there. Great and, school uh, to go to for journalism. They say, yeah. you know, I, they say it's the number one broadcast school in the country. Not when me, you see all the people say. that graduated from that program oh, yeah. on the wall. Yeah. I was always like an oddball there because, for one, like I was like the only person of color in a lot of my classes. The classes are super small. And two, like I was the only one in my classes who didn't want to do like hard news journalism. Like I did not want to be you know, on a local news station in like the middle of Nebraska, mm-hmm. like reporting on like a pig weigh-in or some yeah, yeah, nonsense, yeah, yeah. you know? So <laughs> I knew, I already knew like what I wanted to do. I love that. The fact that you knew what you wanted to do. What did you want to do? Uh, I wanted to blend my passions and get paid for it. And a lot of okay. people say that, but like for me growing up, I just knew I was going to make the NBA, right? Like I knew I was going to play basketball growing up in Queens. Like a lot of people thought I was going to be this next big basketball star. How tall are you? Now I'm five ten. But listen, listen, okay. listen. When I, I was, you said now I was five ten. I, I was like you were four. taller back then. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to be six three, but my back now. I was uh, I was like five one, but I was nice. And uh, you know, as the sto- like the journey goes, when I got to high school, like I figured out early on, thank God, that I was never going to get paid to play basketball. I realized I said, okay, this is not going to pay the bills for me. Like I'm not going to secure my future. What can I do? And so at that time, I used to watch Sports Center every single day in the morning before school and I used to watch 106 in the Park after school every single day. I used to see Terrence and Roxy up there and I used to see SportsCenter and I love basketball. I was like, how can I just blend these all together? And so I was like, I know exactly what I want to do. I want to do that. And so I just did a Google search. What's the best broadcast school in the country? Syracuse was it. I got went on an interview, got into the school, boom. Wow. So and, now I'm and in the school. did that alumni network do a lot for you? Because you said a lot of people did. Yeah, I didn't know anybody there. You got to... Like, I don't know anybody, like, no one in my family has gone away to college except for my uncle didn't graduate. I was the first person in my family to graduate from college, like, get a bachelor. So, like, I didn't really have anybody that I know that was successful. So I just kind of was like, 
my family was like, look, we stacking our chips on you. Just go. <laughs> my mom took wow. some loans out in her name. Thank God. Shout out to my mom. Uh, got it worked out. I got mad financial aid. <laughs> thank God, or else I was not going. So now I'm in Q's. I'm like, I'm different than everybody. And I've always felt like I was different, but I just knew that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So you know, I'm also like the only kid in the program who doesn't have a license to drive. And like, as a part of that program, you have to go into the city and like report on stuff. So Such like a New Yorker. You yeah, didn't have your license. Yeah. So I'm getting on the bus, like <laughs> carrying around these tripods. Syracuse is the snow capital of the yes. country. So like I'm the only kid like thugging it out. Like it was intense as hell. So then I applied for two internships. Uh, the first one I really, really wanted to get and I didn't get. Uh, but the second one was complex. And uh, I was super always into sneakers and like streetwear. And so I knew that I would love to end up there. So I applied for the internship. I got an internship after my sophomore year of college. This is 2014. Mm -hmm. um, I was like the epitome of a hustling ass intern. Like, I knew that once I was in the building, I was going to shake and move how I got down. That's so, why internships are so important. Oh, yeah. Because when I was in college and I did my internships, at the end of the internship, I would be like the only one left all the time. Because when yeah. you're not getting paid, really, people just stop Dropping showing like up. Flies. Yeah, they like, dropped like flies. Mm -hmm. And so, I, you know, back, this is when internships were largely unpaid. Yeah. So, like, I'm not making nothing. Like, I'm like working at Costco. Uh, but, like, I had two whole internships at the same time because. I was working with the complex sneakers team and I knew that I wanted to be on the video team because I still had this vision of what I wanted to do. And so what I would do is I would get my assignment in the morning from the complex sneaker team, act like I was taking mad long to do it. Mind you, I had already finished that within the first hour. I would tell them I'm still working on it and I would go over to the complex video team and be like, yo, what's up? Like I finished, what do y'all need? And I used to run the teleprompter. I used to help write scripts. I used to do anything they needed to do, run the audio. I just let them know I was their guy for anything. Do you think that college helped you? Because I know we've had discussions up here about is college important for people? And for some people, they'll say, yeah, it helped them a lot. Some people will say it didn't. Do you think college helped you? All right, now you ain't on that wall yet. Don't say nothing crazy. Nah, I <laughs> I you know what the crazy part is? Syracuse has never once acknowledged anything that I've done. They will. Ever. They will. But at this point, I don't want them to. Why? I don't care to because there's a lot of kids I had class with that followed what their journey of success is. Right, the local news market, work your way up. And all of them have gotten acknowledged except for me. Mm -hmm. They've not said anything to me. I sat down, one-on-one, -on -one, hour-long interview with the president. President Barack Obama. Nothing. That's insane. Nothing. I wonder I if it's because, that. it's because they don't respect hip-hop, black culture. I, think, I, I think that could have a lot to do with it. Also, like I'm largely in the digital space. So like I think to them, the hierarchy is like, you know, local news, cable news is like above digital, I guess. Those days but, are over. To answer your question, is college necessary? It varies by the person. Me, I learned a lot in college and I would have never gotten the internship if I didn't go to Syracuse. Mm -hmm. So for me, I needed to go to college for my journey to pay. And do you tap into your alumni network never. there? You should. I just I wanna, no, listen, I'm gonna tell you something that I've learned personally. You have to do that. Part of what you pay for is to be able to use that alumni network. I, but the good thing is that if I ever needed any funding, I have this friend who works at this radio station. He wears a Rolex. <laughs> um, he works you got his, it. He, so if I ever needed a bag, I'm coming right here. But I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's part of what you pay for. No, I know. I know. Yeah. And, and I should. I'm convinced. You got me. Yeah, and don't uh, take do anything it. personal that's happening with Syracuse. Because in this game, you got to remember, there's no permanent friends or enemies when it comes to business. Mm -hmm. And that indeed is yeah. business. That's a fact. But yeah, so, so two internships. <laughs> yeah, so it's really one internship, but I'm, I'm doing complex sneakers, but I'm telling them I'm still working mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm on the news team. Like, 
helping them with video stuff. And uh, shout out to my homegirl, Emily. She was an anchor there at the time. Her name is Emily Oberg. I used to write her scripts. She was still new and she was like not that great at writing. And so she came to me one day and she was like, yo, Speedy, can you help me write this script? And so like I'm helping her write scripts. Mind you, they're like workshopping with her every day. She comes to me and I'm hearing the chatter like, yo, Emily's script writing has gotten so much better. Like <laughs> she's really progressing. And low key, like, I know that it's me. And so uh, long story short, she gets caught. And then she's like, Speedy, I can't have you write my scripts anymore. I'm like, oh, it's all did good. Did she get caught or did somebody drop a dime on she her? She probably got snitched on. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> she may have gotten Might snitched have been on. Speedy. No, <laughs> not me. That was my sis. Not miss email. No, no, no. That's my sis. That's, you know, that's family. So, you know, I just went from helping her out a lot. And then uh, a man named Cornell Brown, who used to work with Puff and then worked at Complex. And now he works... Uh, actually, I'm not even allowed to say where he works, but okay. he he <laughs> changed FBI it all for me. Mm -hmm. He uh, he saw something in me and was like, yo, I want to give you a shot. What do you want to do? And I told him what I wanted to do. He gave me a shot. And uh, and then I became the weekend anchor. Mind you, I'm still a, at Syracuse. I'm still a student. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I said, I got to go back to school. I'm going to finish it out. But I want to stay. And so for the entire senior year of my college career i commuted back <laughs> six hours i love it on a greyhound each way i love it missed every party my senior year of college <laughs> i missed every function every comedy show every I whatever i couldn't talk to no shorties i couldn't do anything <laughs> i would come home every weekend six hours on that damn greyhound and uh and yeah and the day i graduated i graduated on a sunday um and then monday i started full time and wow. it's been history ever since. All right, we got more with Speedy Mormon when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Speedy Mormon. Yee. And now you're also hosting HBO Max's The Hype. Yeah, man. And my girl Ricky is a producer yes. on that, too. To Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. Working with Ricky is an absolute honor. But uh, I'm hosting this new show on HBO Max. It's called The Hype. Uh, basically, it's a streetwear competition show. Think... Um, Project Runway, American Idol. There are but three for streetwear. Yes, there are three judges. We call them co-signers. One of them is Offset of the Migos. One of them is Beffy, and one of them is Marnie Senefante. And uh, basically, we take these super talented designers uh, and we pit them against each other to win one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. Mad cameos from Cardi B to Wiz Khalifa, Dapper Dan pulls up, ASAP Fur comes. So many people come. Shout out my son Kai. He's Kai super was poppin'. amazing on there. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, I watched oh. the first three episodes. What'd you think? I was listen. I love stuff like that. So the first episode, ASAP Ferg is on, and they're basically designing an outfit for him. Correct. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. I think that's a hard thing to do because I was watching it right, and you want to give him something that looks like something he would wear. Right. But then you also kind of want to maybe make somebody step out of their comfort zone. Sure. And you have to design something that's in your own style, you know. Right. And so that's why it's tough for these designers to be able to take all of this and make something with it, you know. Yeah. And so that's why I respect designers so so much more because seeing these kids uh, or these designers like make outfits out of nothing like out of rolls of fabric off the wall like and turn it into full fits in two days yeah that's fire to me and everything things can go wrong and if it doesn't you know yeah. I saw one of the contestants he had to make a skirt instead of blue the pants. yeah, yeah blue was trying Atlanta. to make pants but one of, yeah one of the designers was trying to make these pants he sent it out to a seamstress just didn't come back like they just couldn't make it and that's so real he had life to, and this is for Ferg so he had to wind up making a skirt for Ferg and he's like is this for me like 
Blue is super talented too, though. So shout out to Blue. But it's it's an amazing show. Um, How'd you get on it? They just reached out. They were just really they, yeah. They just reached out and they were like, "We love what you do. Like we've watched so much of your stuff." Shout out to Suzanne. Suzanne is the person that reached out. I saw a, a review that um, I don't want to mispronounce the, the person's name, but Pasha Brief Wait. Uh, I don't know who that is. Wait, it, was, it was from Bloomberg.com, and she criticized the show for completely ignoring the pandemic, racial protests, and major events that occurred yes. in the last two years. I saw this. This is this is the first negative review that we've gotten <laughs> on the show, on this show. And I'm trying uh, to figure out why would she want that in this show? So, so that, he, I don't know if this. I'm this, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Forgive I don't, me. I don't know. I don't know this person. Here's my defense to that. Like we ignored. Uh, and mind you, this. This, the the reviews have been overwhelmingly popular. Mm-hmm. This is the first negative review I saw. But like, we neglected the pandemic. For me personally, like, I just got out of 18 months in a crib, like, locked down here in New York. When I watch something as an escape, like, I don't want to watch right. something that reminds me of the last year and a half of this my show life. Escapism. Stuff stuck in the crib. Yeah. And you probably had to do testing, I'm sure, for yeah, everybody well, the on... COVID protocols were insane. Right. But for me... I just feel like us like acknowledging, super acknowledging the pandemic and like talking about the pandemic is tired. Do any of us want to talk about COVID anymore? I don't think so. That 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 I would think be these my top- rebuttal to that. These topics are very important, right? But what do they got to do with the hype? <laughs> A show what about street, that wear? street culture. Yeah, like, you feel me? Like I don't know. Now the the second thing she said, what we ignored. What was it? She Black? said the show asked us to believe that real people in culture distinguish streetwear from fashion. Yet contestants occupy a landscape where climate change, racism, and mental health are reduced. The slogans on jackets. The result is a program that has the death of a well curated Instagram feed. Okay, here's my rebuttal to that. You're watching a streetwear show, right? Streetwear is a lot of things. Self-expression is like a major part of streetwear. Mm-hmm. And so one of the challenges was to design a piece, uh, a jacket, I, I believe it was a jacket, that is emblematic of a cause that you care about, whatever the, whatever it may be, right? So like one of the designers speaks to black equity, so she makes a Black Lives Matter uh, look. Another person speaks to mental health. Shout out my son, Justin. His dad, unfortunately, committed suicide when he was a kid. So he spoke about mental health, and that's how he designed his piece. Like, the George Floyd verdict comes while we're shooting. We stop shooting to watch it. And I'm like, yo, we need to tell these contestants that this just happened. Like, this is real life. So we acknowledge that on the show. show? I come out and I say, guys, this is not part of the show, but I just want you guys to know that this verdict came back. So to me... I just can't agree with that. I think the show does a good job of providing good entertainment, something to escape all of the negativity of the world regarding the pandemic, and then still give you some substance. I don't agree with that review. This is also the first time in my life I've gotten like a negative review, so I well get used to it. Yeah, right. I, 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 you know, I feel I <laughs> feel attached. You know? I tell you why reviews like this are good. Salute to, and I'm sorry if I'm messing your name up. Salute to Pasha Braithwaite. Braithwaite. The reason reviews like this are good because it allows you to go deeper. Facts. You know what Facts. I mean? It's entertaining. Like, subject, like completely objectively, it's a good show. I well, love it. Well, what's next for our guy, Speedy, man? Man, uh, obviously, I'm still at Complex full-time. Complex is the home team. Uh, so I host a show at Complex called 360. Uh, 360 with Speedy Mormon. That's my just one-on-one interview show. So more interviews always. Uh, mm-hmm. Sitting down, going in-depth with a lot of, whether they're artists, whether they're politicians, um, athletes, actresses and actors, whatever. Have you ever um, had anybody cry during an interview? You know what? I actually I have. Um, yeah, that sucks too because it's super uncomfortable. 
and awkward. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That shit is crazy. Because you be looking at them like, oh, you really crying, you know? It's crazy. Uh, oh, you crying, crying. Yeah, you know, I've had some people get emotional. You know, right. I, I, uh, I sat down with Allen Iverson for a long time in Virginia, his hometown at this boys and girls club that he was helping out at. And like, you know, he got a little bit emotional, especially afterwards. And you know, you know, there have been times I've gotten emotional, like right. not cried, but like, you know, times that I really felt overwhelmed with emotion, mm -hmm. just being honored to be somewhere. Those uh, are great moments though. Yeah. The one that I felt that the most with was Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to the, to the GOAT. Um, but Kobe's somebody I looked up to my entire life. So I'm honored I got a chance to sit down with him and I just still remember looking at him. I couldn't believe like, it. I can't like, believe I'm sitting here with Kobe. Bro, I couldn't believe it. During mid-interviews, the only time it's ever happened to me in my entire career, one time, where he's talking to me, his mouth is moving, but I don't hear anything he's saying. And I'm just looking at him, and I'm like... Interviewing Kobe Bryant. And I said that to myself. I said, I can't believe it. And then just like that, I was back, and I heard him again. It was crazy. I, I would have told him. Scene. I didn't want to... Tell them that you can't fan out in the middle of it. Yeah, that's I do it all the time. If you gotta I, wait till after because no. you don't want to disrupt the flow either. Yeah. I tell you yeah. why though, because look what happened. God, you know, yeah, sadly, unfortunately, you know yeah. what I mean. So we gotta give people them flowers when they yeah. had. Like I love it. Like I have no problem telling somebody like, man, bro, I look up to you. I listened to your music when I was young. Like show that appreciation. Yeah, I definitely showed my appreciation. Uh, and you know what the crazy thing is, he showed some appreciation to me after the interview. And it meant the absolute world to me. Rest in peace to to Kobe. Uh, but yeah, that was that was really really special to me, man. And I'm just honored even to be with y'all. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think y'all understand. Like, I really grew up listening to this show. Like, it's crazy. I really remember being in high school, like <laughs> listening to this show. Like, I used to recite like clips from the show, like you know <laughs> Ray J's when he called up, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. like at the lunch table with my bros, like. And then, obviously, when I'm prepping for my interviews, like, y'all are one of the first places I go to, like, watch to see what they're, you know? So, I'm honored. I, I want to give y'all, y'all flowers. Thank you guys Thank you. for, for the contributions that, you've made to this culture. Like, y'all will go, really go down as, like, the most impactful radio show ever, I think. And I'm just honored that, like, I would have gotten the opportunity to sit in this seat that I've watched for so long. Nah, you earned it. You earned, you earned, you earned, you earned the right to sit in that seat. Bro, man. I'm so happy to, be, and I've accomplished a good amount of things. But you know, you rank things mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. importance to yourself, and like hearing love from y'all has been. But that's how you know you're doing the work. When people, that's why I always tell people, just do the work. People will recognize it. You know what I'm saying? I just hit Speedy up one day, like, bro, I really like what you're doing out here. You know yeah, what I mean? Man, that <laughs> meant so much to me. Well, give me your Instagrams and Twitters <laughs> and all that, Speedy. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Speedy Mormon, M-O-R-M-A-N. Most importantly, check out The Hype. It's streaming now on HBO Max. Uh, and shout out to everybody who, who helped make it. Thank Keep doing the good work. work. I my, appreciate that. My man Speedy Mormon. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know that's right. And I want to shout out to um, <laughs> Ciroc. You know, yesterday we just uh, dropped this Ciroc Stands campaign. I know we had Ingrid Best from Ciroc up here talking about it, but I'm hosting this whole series and we're highlighting black owned businesses. So we started in New York. So I just want to shout out the women who are being highlighted on that. Melissa, she owns the Bark Shop. And it's like a place where you can bring your dog to get groomed, but you can also, if you have to drop your dog off while you're out of town or mm. your pet, they take care of that. That's actually where our friend Natina brings her dog. Natina got a dog? Mm -hmm. Yes. No. She walks a dog every morning. She's cracking me as a cat woman. I didn't know she had a dog. Why a cat There's nothing woman? wrong with cats. Nothing wrong with cats. Why All a right. cat woman? She just cracked me as a cat woman. Why? Yeah. Like, how do you get that? Like, why does somebody strike you as a cat? 
She just cracks me as a cat person. Like what? What, what makes you say it? I don't know. It's the energy. Oh. All right. And also, she Kim, energy. she owns the bakery on Bergen. And, you know, her son was actually up here. Remember, he was running for uh, council to be in. Absolutely. He won. Yeah. Yep. The youngest person in that position. Ursula Stevens, she owns a salon by Ursula Stevens in Fort Greene. So those are the three women. They get money and they also get featured on a huge billboard in Times Square. So, you know, for your business, that's a big deal. So I just want to shout out to them. That campaign just dropped. And if y'all know somebody in your city and you feel like I want to, you know, I don't know what other cities we're going to, but I know we're looking for small business owners to feature. So if you want to highlight them, how can they get in touch with you? Just go on my Instagram and um, leave a comment and I'll, I'll take a look at it. But Tag I'm excited you. about the campaign because, you know, I know how difficult it is to start a business because I have a couple of brick and mortar ones and they are so difficult a every couple? single day. I thought you had several. Well, brick and mortar. I have oh. the, the juice bar the juice bar, and then the coffee shop about to open and then the private label hair store in Detroit. Ooh, drop on the clues bombs for Angela. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But every day, anything can go wrong. Like... When it was raining really hard, the basement flooded at the juice bar, you know, and then somebody calls out sick. Something It's just all good kinds problems of things to every have, single day. Every would, single day. Good problems to have. But, you know, it's hard to keep a business open, and I understand it. It all takes right. a lot of attention and a lot of um, you staying on top of things daily. So, All right. Shout out to all the business owners. Now you got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about Jasmine Sullivan. She was asking people to share a secret you'll never tell your partner, mm, 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 mm. and it got crazy. I felt sorry for whoever her partner was. All right, for I her hope, partner. I hope he didn't follow her. Was he talk, was she talking about her partner? Or other people? No, in general? people were commenting. People in yes. Oh, that, oh, I thought that was all her. I was so hurt. <laughs> Why are you grabbing your chest like that? You are emotional today. All I right. was like, who wow, do you Jasmine. think she would say? I didn't know if our baby was his at first. <laughs> I don't know. You think she wrote that? I just jumped in the middle of the conversation reading it. I didn't know where, where, what the context was. All right, <laughs> rumors next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report, Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jasmine Sullivan wanted people to go ahead and share a secret that you'll never tell your partner. And everybody was anonymous who she reposted. But there was some real secrets in there. One person said, I watch a video of me and my ex sexing right before me and my current bae do it. Hey. Uh, One woman said, I know he cheated, but I'm saving that info in case I get caught cheating. One person said, we're renting in a house I bought four years ago. He doesn't know he just deposits rent money every month. But thank you for the context because wow. my dumb ass thought that was all Jasmine Sullivan. You thought all of that was? Yeah, because Sleuth the Weezy from Horrible Decisions, she sent me that yesterday and I was in the gym, so I just glanced at it. But I li- literally thought to myself, these are some hotels I don't need to know about. And we always tell people you can't just read the headline. And that is very true. I just, <laughs> there I thought, you are, just reading thought, the headline. I thought Jasmine was just venting. Like, I didn't even see the baby <laughs> one. I just saw her saying she's sleeping with other dudes and her dude's friends and other girls. I was like, damn, not my Jasmine Sullivan. One said, I didn't know if our baby was his at first. I think yes. he's a little bit ugly like his mom, and I'm glad we don't have kids together. I uh, saw that one. I, I want that, him that to, home? I want him Shut to up. bust me, but I don't want him to be a single father. I save his sperm <laughs> once a month just to have it. I might be a little obsessed with him. I was part of a train that was run on her sister. What? Wow. <laughs> Say that one again. What? I was part of a train that was run on her sister. Yikes. Mm-mm. That's a bad secret. I guess the sister ain't telling. Nope. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys, if you want to share some with us, too, we'll be proud to share them. Um, now, Miss Pat, congratulations to her. Miss Pat! 
She has gotten her first hour-long comedy special at Netflix. Nice. I would say long overdue, but you know, there's nothing like God's divine timing, so it's right on time. Drop on the clues, Brown for Miss Pat. Yeah, shout out to Miss Pat. Make sure y'all check out her show on BET Plus, the Miss Pat Show. The special is going to be shot at the Atlanta Comedy Theater on September 25th. But she was on the Degenerates uh, stand-up series as well, if you guys watch that. So that is huge. Congratulations to her. Her show is doing really well. Um, her sitcom that we had her up here before was five years in the making. Three different networks it mm-hmm. was on, different writers. But now, after working for almost 20 years as a comic, she's getting her hour-long stand-up Ms. special. Pat deserves it all. And uh, salute to Lee Daniels and Jordan, too, man, because they, they, they stayed down with Miss Pat through all of that. So mm-hmm. salute to them all. And let's not forget to congratulate our boy Donnell Rawlings. He actually has his special that is being filmed in Charlotte at the Fillmore September 29th and 30th. So that's huge for him. And Dave Chappelle is actually uh, teaming up with Netflix to do that for him. So congrats to Donnell Rawlings. I'm going to be there. All right, now Master P is providing aid to his hometown in New Orleans after they were hit by Hurricane Ida. And this was the second most intense hurricane in Louisiana history. And here's what he had to say because he has his own water company. I got a water company called L.A. Great Water. I'm going to make sure our people get water, make sure we're able to feed our people and help them get back. So we're on our way down there now, and it's just really just trying to make sure we can get the elderly, get them in safe environments. A lot of people's roofs have blown off. So it's going to take a little time, man. Yeah, still trying to get power. People haven't been able to get gas. There's all kinds of issues. So we are praying constantly for Louisiana. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, now Soldier Boy wants to challenge Kanye to a boxing match. Oh, Lord. To settle their beef. Now, he did speak to TMZ, and he was pretty uh, chill about it. Were you just upset when you said you you were about to KO him? That's just me having a little fun, you know what I'm saying? We ain't tripping, man. Unless Kanye want to get in the boxing ring, you know what I'm saying? I mean, look, it's a better match. I think we make 100, 200 million, you know what I'm saying? That's a better matchup than Aaron Carter, Jesus, bro. Kanye, <laughs> let, Kanye let's get in the boxing ring. <laughs> Send the Soldier Boy and Kanye West Hill at Energy this morning. All right, well, then Soldier Boy ended up going on IG Live and the whole energy changed up. How many times I'd have been in the studio with your bay, man? If we, re- if we recording in the mother studio and the songs ain't coming out obviously you stealing my shit, nigga. i don't give a fuck about no kanye west sad you know who the fuck you dealing with nigga? you tripping boy you wore that trump hat you're lame nigga. don't never get on big draco phone tell out i want you to get on the album you send me a mother song then you drop the album and name on the album See? i would have respected more if you would have been like bro this shit lame as see that's two people that was big draco before that was soldier boy let me tell you something, man. Uh, I'm dead serious when I say I don't hate anybody. You know what I mean? I either love you, uh, wish you well, or hope you heal. Nobody can make me mad enough to turn my damn camera on and scream at it. <laughs> there's just nobody that can make There's nobody alive that can make me mad enough to pick up my phone, go to my IG, go live, and just scream at my phone. Nobody. But then he went on social media and said, I want to fight. Do you know how to fight, Kanye? I feel like you were. <laughs> Let's get in the ring. And then he said, I was the first rapper with Kim Kardashian, not you. At Kanye West. Send I'm going to clues bombs for Big Draco. You got to send him healing energy after no, that. No, I, I am sending him healing energy, but I'm dropping one of clues bombs for Big Draco because there's nobody in hip-hop that plays their character uh, better than Big Draco right now. Then he called him a, <laughs> he then he the called him a picklehead. Then he said Donda <laughs> flapped. <laughs> pickle? Big Draco! He said pickle? Yes, picklehead. Wow. That's a new one. That's an ugly look. 
Like, he's a heel, man. He's hip hop's best heel right now. Then you know he also said, I might dish you every day for the rest of my life, is how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Draco! <laughs> I saw a Consequence post that uh, Soldier Boy was supposed to be on the deluxe version, but I well, doubt that's happening not. now. That's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that's happening. Well, all right, now let's talk about the baby. The baby did engage in meaningful dialogue. He met with HIV awareness organizations. Uh, nine black nine, uh, black leaders from nine HIV organi- organizations met with him. They had a private meeting. Love it. And they said he spoke virtually with them to discuss HIV facts, share personal stories of living and thriving with HIV. They said they did send that open letter. Remember, we discussed that on that show. They said we wanted to call him instead, call him in instead of calling him out. That's right. We believe that if he connected with black leaders living with HIV, that a space for community building and healing could be created. We are encouraged. He swiftly answered our call and joined us in a meaningful dialogue and a thoughtful educational meeting. See, that's how things should be. You offend. There's consequences. You're held accountable. Then you give the brother the opportunity to learn and make it a teachable moment for all. That's the way things should be. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. All right. Thank you, Miss Ye. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving a donk to? Man, we need Ted Cruz to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him, please. All right. We'll get into that next and then ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can get on the phone lines right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and did you know that the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? Take a closer look at the General and see how they can help you save too. Call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. To the latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. It's a breakfast club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? You know, donkey of the day for Wednesday, September 1st, goes to Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Listen, man, America isn't real. I'm convinced we are all in a scripted dramedy. I say it often, but I really believe the same creator, the same God who gave us the Wayans brothers, Neil Brennan, Dave Chappelle, Aaron Magruder, Kenya Barris, all of these individuals who have given us, you know, great satire and comedy over the years. These men I mentioned are made in the image and likeness of our creator. Think about that. If God made those individuals, then God has some of those same attributes. And right now, Hell, at least since the rise of social media, America is an absolute spoof. This is all satire. It's all comedy. This can't be real life, okay? It's just not because there's a complete lack of consistency from everybody, right? It's got to be more than that. I mean, when I'm in therapy, I talk about being too in my head. I talk about being hypersensitive. I talk about being too self-aware. Like, for the longest time, I've always been in my head beating myself up about something, okay? I know that we as humans are all walking contradictions, but I don't think it's a contradiction if you simply change your mind. You're allowed to do that, right? Muhammad Ali said, the man who views the world at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. And he's 100% right, which is why in this cancel culture era we live in, it may Makes zero, you know, sense when you, you know, go back 
in the day and, and pull stuff up. You show me a 50-year-old who didn't say or do something wild in their 20s, early 30s, especially here in America, the home of shock value. But what Muhammad Ali was saying was there are natural changes in viewpoint and individual experiences during decades of growth, okay, and maturity, all right, period. Which brings me to Ted Cruz. See, Ted Cruz got into a bit of a digital kerf kerfuffle yesterday because he decided to comment on a video from CNN where CNN reporter Clarissa Ward was reporting on a family from Texas who had been going to the airport for two weeks to try to get out of Afghanistan and they were abandoned. Can we hear that report courtesy of CNN, please? How crushing do you think this moment is uh, for the, let's say, 250 Americans and so many others, thousands of Afghans uh, who were still desperate to try to get out? I think it's absolutely crushing. Of course, Wolf. I spoke earlier on in the day with a family of four from Houston, Texas. They told me they had been going to the airport for two weeks, trying desperately to get out. They all have American passports. They had gone to Afghanistan to visit the mother's family. And essentially, the issue was they couldn't get past the Taliban. They were in touch with the U.S. military. The military was trying to facilitate their departure. Mm, horrible. Well, the Republican National Committee reported this, and Ted Cruz decided to retweet it. Not just retweet it. He decided to comment on it. Now, before I tell you what he said, keep in mind, back in February, there was a winter storm that hit Texas. Uh, I think 57 people died of hypothermia. Millions of people were, were left at home with no electricity, freezing. Uh, at the height of the crisis, I think they said like 4.5 million Texas homes and businesses were without power. Well... Ted Cruz, when millions of his constituents were without power, freezing, dying, he decided to take his family and fly to Cancun. Do we, do we remember this? Let's go to CBS News for the report. Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas is back in the U.S. after facing criticism for flying to Mexico while his state battles a brutal winter storm. These photos went viral, showing Senator Cruz and his family at an airport Wednesday. Now, sources tell CBS News he was originally scheduled to return Saturday, but changed his reservation this morning. That's in contrast to a statement the senator released Thursday, where he said he was, quote, wanting to be a good dad and flew down with his daughters, who he says asked for the trip since school was canceled. He also said he mm. was in constant communication with state and local leaders. Now, context is very important in this situation because you have to know that backstory to know why Ted Cruz is getting donkey of the day. You have to know that back in February, Ted Cruz abandoned the state of Texas. So remember what I said about reserving the right to change your mind? Yes. But you have to acknowledge that you changed your mind and why. And you probably shouldn't critique anyone who's been in the same boat as you. But consistency doesn't matter in America in 2021 because none of this is real. It's all satire. It's a spoof because only in a spoof would Ted Cruz retweet the report from CNN about the family from Texas trying to get out of Afghanistan and say, and I quote, this is horrifying and wrong. America doesn't leave Americans behind. Let me repeat that. Ted Cruz retweeted the report from CNN about the family from Texas trying to get out of Afghanistan. And Ted Cruz retweeted the report from CNN and said, this is horrifying and wrong. America doesn't leave Americans behind. Ted, <clears throat> Teddy, Theodore. In fact, uh, Raphael Edward Cruz, 
if you don't shut the F up forever. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary because I needed a calculator to calculate how long ago February was. Okay, it was about six months and some change ago. Okay, Muhammad Ali said the man who used the world the same way at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. He's simply speaking to the natural changes in viewpoint and individual experiences during, you know, decades of growth. Okay, key word, decades. All right, years, not months, especially six months and some change. The last person who should speak on elected officials abandoning Americans is an elected official who abandoned Americans. Am I too off in this? Am I, am I, am I wrong? Okay. Some donkey of the days just saw themselves. Uh, please give Raphael Edward Cruz the biggest ER. Uh, uh, I mean, right. guys, it was just six months ago. Right. Just sit this one out, Ted. All right. All right. Come on. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Now, mm-hmm. up next, ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hello, hello, DJ Envy. What's up, bro? What's your question for Ye? So my question is, so I'm a truck driver. I drive across the country. And I have I have uh, brothers, uh, one brother specifically, that I want to have a conversation about with, but I don't want to offend him. Um, I love you guys' show, first, you know, first and foremost. I love I listen to you guys every morning on, on iHeart Station. Um, Thank you. But, Angelique, I want your advice on how to have this conversation. Um, and, you know, guys, you guys chime in as well, because we live in a society where everything is so normalized. I don't want my brother to go to hell. Sin is sin. If I fornicate, if I lie, if I steal, it's still sin. So what is your and brother doing that is going to make him go to hell? He's a homosexual. So you think because he's a homosexual, he's going to go to hell? Do you believe that sin is, that is sin, is sin? Do you believe that homosexuality is a sin? Do I believe that it's a sin? No. Okay. So what is your question? How do I have this conversation based upon the, the both of us have the same faith? I believe that God loves all of us and created all of us. I do too as well, but he does not love our actions. Um, I'm sure that there's things that you do every day. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying, exactly. And that's what I'm saying, that's exactly my point, is that... Is your brother hurting anybody? No. Is he a good person, a good human being? Great, I love my brother, yes he is. Well, that's all you need to do. Okay. Right? That's all you need to do is, is love him. Oh, that's Judge that's not that's lest ye be part. judged, right? No, no, I'm not judged. Why would you be getting judged, ye? Shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Charlamagne. Thank you, Charlamagne. No, she said, Charlamagne lest not ye be judged. Charlamagne <laughs> acknowledges that he loves God on a daily basis. Uh, um, and so, and, you know, and so one of the things that I see in our society, you know, as much as he says, as well in our society is that we normalize things to the point where as people are not willing to a 
acknowledge what they believe in and what's, what's right and wrong to a point where we had a POTUS number 45 that, it, that was accepted. Okay. Now, listen, I just want to say... I would. So, what's your issue with your brother? Do you love him? Do y'all have? Are you I supportive love, of love him? I love my brother. And you're supportive of him. Very much so. Okay, that's all he needs from you, for you to be his brother, love him, and support him. So let me ask you this: If you had a relative that was a pedophile, you wouldn't tell him that that was wrong. Are you comparing being gay to being a pedophile? I'm comparing because gay because being a pedophile, you've actually hurt someone, right? Correct. Okay, your brother's and not being you, gay doesn't mean you're hurting anyone. Being a pedophile is an actual crime. Absolutely. Being a pedophile is ruining someone's life. Correct. So being gay is just living you your have, life and living in your truth. Okay, maybe that was a bad. That's example. a terrible example. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, if you had a girlfriend that was in unfaithful. Okay. Of course, I still love her. Exactly. I'll cover for her too. If I need to. But okay, listen, so I don't under, I think right now you're trying to come up with reasons why what's your brother is, with his sexuality why it's wrong, right? But that's okay. not for you to decide. Exactly. All that you exactly. need to do is just show your brother love and support no matter who he is because you do love him. You said he's a great person, a great human being. That should be enough for you. We already live in a world that's so difficult and messed up and so many awful things going on. His sexuality doesn't affect you at all in any way. He's not bothering anyone. He's just existing. All right? So give your brother a hug when you see him and tell him you love him and you're proud of him. Most definitely. All right, sir. I don't agree with nothing that guy said, but Angela Yee, you going to hell. (laughs) Why is she going to hell? For covering for her girl when her girl cheating. When a girl being unfaithful. You know how many times I had to cover for people? Wow. It's not a problem. In my younger years. All right. <laughs> Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit it now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, my name is Mika. Hey, what's your question for you? My husband and I have been married for 10 years. A couple years ago, his family had a whole conversation about me, like how my mother and was, uh, what I had on, just everything. And they did it in front of my sister. So my daughter brought it back to me. And, you know, it was an issue. And I said what I had to say. But even now, years later, like, nobody really apologized. They try to make it seem like I'm asking for anything more than accountability. And it just kind of puts my husband in a weird position because it's his family and his wife. I just want to know, like, am I going about it the right way by just breaking contact because I just don't want to be around them at this point. Right. And listen, I know it's hurtful to hear what people have to say when you're not around. And then on top of that, they said that in front of your child who had to come back and tell you and hear that as well. So I'm sure you have a lot of anger from that, right? Absolutely. And so your husband, he agrees that they need to apologize to you? Yeah. I want to say this about families, though. Families be talking crazy about people behind their backs. Amen. You know, and I think most people's families do that. And I'm not saying it's not right at all. It's actually really awful (laughs) because I do feel like in all of our families, everyone does it, right? Have you talked about some of his family members, too? No, not like that. Like... 
I, I've always, like, we've been together 14 years, married for 10. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of kept myself around his family because I felt like they always, like, who did they know us for? Right. So, you know, I keep it cordial, I keep it cute, but that's pretty much the extent of it. Like, you know, I so think. Just to, to, to do that and do it in a place where it was like, this family was there for the holidays so it was a whole thing you know right well I'm sorry that that happened to you I want to say that I think the best thing that you can do is express how it made you feel and so I know right now we're focused on I want you to apologize but you can just express how it made you feel and whether or not that's going to uh, ignite them to apologize, apologize to you I can't say because it hasn't for all of these years but there's some things it feels like you need to get off your chest Right. And the and the best way to do that is to just put it out there. Look, when my daughter came back and told me this, this is how it made me feel. And so I'm coming to you right now as an adult to let you know X, Y and Z. And so that's the most you can do. And whether or not they decide to apologize or that's not really anything that you can make happen. You can't force it. And then who wants an apology that's forced? Right. Nobody wants that. Have you ever expressed how you felt? Yeah. I mean, it blew up because. When she told me, you know, I let him know. My husband was deployed at the time. So mm-hmm. I let him know. And he had whatever conversation with them. And it, it just kind of blew up. And I, you know, I said what I had to say because I didn't feel like my daughter. They tried to make my daughter feel like she was wrong. Right. Oh, come on. Of course yeah. your daughter's going to come back and, and tell you. You her mom. <laughs> Right. And it's a shame that she had to even be put in that position as well. And now they're like, sometimes people will not take the blame and the accountability for what they did. You talking about me in front of somebody, you messed up, you made a uh, mistake and y'all was talking crazy. And I know about it. My daughter knows about it. You said it in front of her. It's her fault that she came back and told me, no, it's your fault for being stupid and talking in front of her. Right. But again, you know, I just feel like, and I understand that's difficult for, for your husband. And you'll probably never feel the same about them again, knowing that they've said these oh, things about you and always feel like they're talking about you behind your back. You know, so all you can do is not let things like that affect you, not let it affect your relationship with your husband, because that's terrible if it's affecting, you know, y'all being comfortable with each other. He does have your back, though, right? He does. He does. And that's all y'all can do. And I think it t- sometimes it does take a long time for these type of wounds to heal. But all you can do is when you're not angry is just express how you feel and make a concerted effort to make sure that you don't let it get beyond what you have to say. Don't let it reignite things again. But just in a very, you know, matter of fact matter, be able to express your feelings and then let them have the floor and then say, after this, I just want to move on past this and see if we can move forward as a family and maybe things will get better maybe they won't but at least i've you know i've done my part right thank you I, that makes me feel bad i have like you know had slight conversation or whatever and they wanted to see my son so his mom like basically regurgitated everything that i said to her in an apology and she, she claims that as an apology but i just kind of left it i separated myself my kids still see them they still go she still sees his family i just don't want to be in that environment because I might just quit. You never know. Right. And listen, people do talk crazy all the time behind other people's backs. And so it's oh, just, yeah. it is just a reality, especially in families. And so you just oh, yeah. have to know what you can and can't say in front of people and don't feed into it. Exactly. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and you know we've been doing this constantly, giving you these updates on what's happening with this R. Kelly trial. So we have that for you 
Also, Chrisette Michelle and Kanye. How are these two related? We'll tell you what's going on. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good Happy morning. Wednesday. We almost there, guys. Mm-hmm. Almost where? <laughs> to weekend. <laughs> and it's a holiday weekend. It's two days it to is? my birthday. It's a Labor Day weekend. Yep, we all Friday and the Monday. The holiday is not your birthday, Envy. The holiday is Labor Day. No. Hold on, we off Friday and Monday? No, we're off Monday. Oh, my birthday's a holiday. Why not? All right, so we're off Friday and Monday. There we go. It's a holiday. Speak it into existence. Okay. All right. Well, we got the rumors on the way. Let's talk Meek Millie. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, last week, Meek Mill put out some new music uh, calling Sharing Locations with Lil Durk and Lil Baby. And now he has dropped Blue Notes 2 featuring Lil Uzi Vert. Here is a snippet for ya. Yeah. I got expensive shooter. Yeah. He got expensive aim. Yeah. You know it's Lil Uzi. That's an expensive name. I'm going hard in my back to the wall. I was like, Dad, just coming and faking. There's no way they matching me off. Okay, nice little Philly John. Mm-hmm. Now uh, someone tweeted, what's the chance of an album? And he said, like a matter of days. So Is it John's because it's Uzi and Philly? So would it be two John's? That's plural. Or just one John. Two Philly John's on a John? Mm. Either way, I like the John. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, now let's get to R. Kelly and his trial. What happened yesterday? An ex-employee of R. Kelly's took the stand, and her name is Suzette Mayweather. She said she spent more than a year as an assistant for him, and she said that the women involved had been twerking for cake, and they were trying to twerk, I guess, as an attempt to get a piece of dessert, and he had to have them get on each other. He also then, I guess, made them fight. She said she did not actually see the fight, but she heard a commotion. There was laughing, screaming, and thumping going on. And then there was a situation. She said he was a terrible boss. He would fine his employees by docking their pay. One time he called her at 2 a.m. and said he wanted some sweet potato pie. She went in an Uber uh, to Walmart, and she purchased all of the Patty LaBelle sweet potato pies, bought the desserts back to the studio, and she said uh, he thought that she was likely going to fail the test. Initially, he was happy, but then she said his mood shifted because he learned that she had violated the rules established by talking to one of his girlfriends. She said he got so angry, and it was the first time ever that she'd seen him really upset. It was the look in his eyes. And then she also talked about different allegations, like he would force girls to stay in the rooms for extended periods of time, and they needed his permission to eat, use the bathroom, get off of the tour bus. Also, uh, one of the rules was no one could speak to his girlfriends regarding his relationship with them. So that's what her situation was like. So she just recently took the stand. And that is the fourth employee of R. Kelly's to take the stand against him. Thus far, all of his employees have provided details on the rules that were set in the house for R. Kelly and his girlfriends when they were in his presence. Yikes. Yes. All right. Now, let's talk about, you know, I love a little horror movie. So Paranormal Activity. There is a documentary heading to Paramount Plus for Halloween. And there's also an upcoming movie. So I'm excited about all this. I'm excited that Halloween is coming up. And we know your car show is the day before Halloween mm-hmm. in Detroit. And in Detroit, yep. But I'm excited for all the scary movies that are going to be shown on all these streaming services. So I've been thinking about going to see Candyman. I usually don't uh, pay people to, to scare me. My wife loves horror movies, but I'm thinking about going to see Candyman. Yeah, man. I was so busy last week, I didn't get a chance to go see it. But the fact that a black woman directed it. 
should also yeah, be encouraging to help keep those numbers up. Mm-hmm. And this week, I'm definitely going to go see it. So. And, and somebody tell me that, that there's a deeper meaning behind it. So I don't know if they're just lying to me <laughs> to get me to go watch it, but they said there's a deeper meaning behind it. Go ahead and say Candyman five times in the mirror and see nope, what happens. I don't, I don't mind other people's business. Me neither. Keep that man name up my mouth. But. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What you say? <laughs> I Nothing. thought there was more coming no, after that. No, there's not. <laughs> All okay. All right. Elaine Welteroth is exiting the talk after just one season. Y'all know she had just joined the show. And they said, we wish Elaine the best. We are grateful for her passion, enthusiasm, and insight she brought to the show daily. She started January 4th, 2021. She was a permanent panelist. uh, And she was the one, she had uh, some issues with Sharon Osbourne. There was a leaked conversation that she had after their on-air exchange. And she went on social media. She said, if you told Oprah obsessed nine-year-old me that she'd one day get the golden opportunity to be on daytime TV, she never would have believed you. It is an absolute honor for anyone, but especially a young black woman, to occupy this space on air where our perspectives are largely underrepresented. And to be honest, if you told 33-year-old me all it would take to show up as her authentic self in front of a live national audience every day in a world as divided as ours, she probably would have been shook. At this point, they should just have rotating guests on the talk, right? Like, who's the, who's the people that's there on the regular? Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood. Who else? Um, Dara. Not Dara. What's the uh, young lady from Roseanne name? She's still on there? I don't know if she's... Sarah she's Gilbert? Still, yeah, she's still on there. I don't know. At this point, I don't know we either. should have rotated. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't think and Jerry O'Connell is on. Yeah? Yeah. When that happened? I didn't know they had guys on the talk. Yeah, they replaced uh, Sharon Osbourne, remember? Mm. So. Yeah, at this point, they should just do Cheryl and have some And then Eve hosts. left. Eve's gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Bonnaroo, that festival has been canceled this year. And that's because, you know, it's in Tennessee. And last year it was canceled, obviously, because of the pandemic. But this year it's because of the weather. While the weather this weekend, they said, looks outstanding, right now it's waterlogged in many areas and saturated. And the campgrounds are flooded to the point that they can't even drive in or park vehicles safely. So there has been, you know, a whole bunch of rain because of Tropical Storm Ida moving there the previous weekend. Bonnaroo's a festival, too? Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many festivals is it? It's this a zillion festivals. There's a lot of festivals. <laughs> it's like near Nashville. It's about an hour, I think, about an hour away from Nashville. Mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Shout out to everybody uh, on Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy here. Listen, mediocre phones are out. The new Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G is in. It folds clothes and fits in your palm. And even better to stand up on its own for hands-free selfies, group shots, and videos. So cool. Shop now at Samsung.com. 5G connection availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Happy Hump Day. Speedy Mormon for joining us today. My guy, Speedy, man. Speedy, one of them ones, man. He's one of the good guys. I, I've, I've been watching Speedy for a minute. He really does this media thing the right way, man. Salute to my guy, Speedy. Yeah, wanna... he has a good, fun, interesting story. Yeah, and I want to let y'all know Charlamagne has a light skin count. He, uh, he asked me earlier today. Is that the last light-skinned brother that came out of Queens? That is true. I did ask that question. I, so, I think that's a really good question. What's the, what's the light-skinned count? It's me, there's Elliot Wilson, there's Speedy. There's... Oh, Elliot from Queens? I forgot Elliot from Elliot's Queens. Elliot from Queens, yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Nori. 
Rap a wax. Yeah. He's media. I was talking best. about media though. Oh well, yeah, Nori, Nori media is now. Media. He is media. Nori definitely He's media, in media now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. No, Speedy had an interesting story uh, uh, about Nori because you know Speedy grew up in Left Rack. Okay. Well, Left Rack and somewhere else. What's the other place in Queens? Inglewood. Ridgewood. 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 <laughs> Ridgewood. Ridgewood. <laughs> well, what did he say? I don't I remember. Go watch the interview. It's on Breakfast Club YouTube. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He got an interesting story. What was the story? I don't remember. I don't remember. Well, listen, but hopefully Syracuse reaches out to him after this. Hopefully. <laughs> Why would Syracuse reach out to him? He went there. Oh. And he just feels like they don't be showing him no love. He right. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I know that's right. And listen, today is Wednesday, September 1st, and I'm happy to say that my coffees are in Whole Foods officially in the New York City area starting today. Coffee uplifts people. So if you go to a Whole Foods or you go online and you want to order some, we appreciate that support. It's one thing to get it in stores. It's a whole other thing to sell it. Hey, that's right. Well, it's not easy shelves to get on in there. All right. Well, congrats. And when we come back, we got the positive notice to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, you got a positive note? Yes, man. The positive note is simply this. Uh, your true work in life is to keep lifting your frequency because everything in your life comes as a result of the vibration you are on. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 